Today we're going to go over the basic fundamental tenet of kind of what I feel is water skiing's biggest issue or the most important thing, and that's athletic stance. That's the base of our FPM pyramid. Um, I believe athletic stance encompasses a lot with one word. We'll get into that a little bit today. Rob and I are gonna discuss. We haven't really briefed each other on this. He and I have talked obviously over the last couple of years about athletic stance. We think about it differently, which we think is gonna bring value to the conversation because you know, two voices are better than one. Two voices, so, two discussion, and we love a discussion. Yeah, we do love a discussion. Marcus is having technical issues. I'm having technical issues. His okay? slide my, is not my sliding. My camera slider is not sliding, but it's okay. We're just going to go with it. It's going to be a third camera. Okay, so what is so big about athletic stance? I mean, I feel like you speak to any half-decent skier who has solid knowledge of the sport, even not that solid knowledge of the sport, they're going to say the way you stand on the ski is the most important. Yep. And it's something that I feel like a lot of people, free skiers especially, miss out on. Everyone focuses on the turns. Mm -hmm. Everyone focuses on getting, like I posted a video, my Miami video, horrendous ski, and everyone was like, on TikTok, like obviously it's more random, less knowledgeable skiers in general. Yeah. They're like, oh man, that's great. What's wrong with it? Sick turns. I'm like shoulder in the water, yeah. head up. Yeah. But like people are so focused on getting tight turns and getting yep. all this stuff. And then they realize that when they go to a course, actually the turns don't really matter. And I feel like so many people miss the fundamental of standing correctly on the ski. It gets your acceleration, it gets your position, gets your strength, keeps you away from pain. It's just everything. All of it. All of it. So when we say athletic stance, it's a very basic term, very common term, but we know, and we should mention, the athletic stance we want on a slalom ski is very different than an athletic stance you'd have on like a soccer field or you know if you're playing baseball in America or if you're doing anything else basically there's really no other place that I know of other sports where the athletic stance required is a stance where your hips are an extension mm -hmm. and what we mean by that is your your hips your butt isn't dropping back there's no kink at your hips but you're balanced still your core is engaged your glutes are kind of firing your knees are pressed forward a little bit. You're, you're standing over your front foot, basically. I feel like a good way it worked in my head and worked in others is in every other sport, the smaller you get, the faster you go. Mm -hmm. Like snow skiing, you get into a tuck and you, you go quicker. Yep. Running, you kind of get more lean angle. You go more forwards and you crunch and it, I know you faster. Mean, but yeah. you go faster, right? And I feel like the hardest thing about slalom for 99% of people, me included, is you want to go, you want to crunch, you want to, like you say, yep. go towards that non-athletic stance in this sport and yep. try pull yourself closer. So from your perspective, what's wrong with that? What um, happens? What does it do? If you do... If well, you... first of all, I think we should, like athletic stance. For me, is you can talk about it for hours, but the simple thing, you have your ski, you have yourself on top of it. Mm -hmm. I feel like there should be pretty much all 90 degree angles. 90 degrees. You have a flat ski, you have yourself up on it. Yep. Not too far forwards, not too far back. Yep. It's going to be somewhere in that range. There's ideals, there's betters, yep. but if I draw a feet from, if I draw a line through your ski, it wants to be relatively flat, not forwards, not back too much. If yep. I draw a line from your feet to your head, it should go through your head, your chest, your feet, your knees, your hips. Pretty much is what I kind of see the best skiers in the world. Sure. You know, And that's the start of it, right? And when you lose that, I feel like you start leaking strength. Yep. Like you have a you have a power grid that comes in through the rope and goes through your body all the way through your ski, builds pressure in, under your feet, builds pressure into your body that's very stable and very secure. But yep. some people feel like it's too still, so they want to move out of it. I feel like a good way for me to think about it is you make a kink out of that line 
that's where kind of the power is slipping out. It's like a, it's like yeah. a water pipe, right? Yeah. It's a water yeah. pipe that flows through. You have a kink in that hose, then it's going to stop blocking things up. You're going to leak power, and then you're not going to be able to pull as hard, which everyone loves to do. Everyone just loves to pull hard. Everybody loves You're not going to be able to turn as hard because yep. you're going to be hauling ass into the boy, and it's just going to cause so many problems. Performance problems. So, I yeah. mean, number one, you're, you're, yeah. you're focused on that. You said it's going to be a power leak. You're going to be slower to the wakes, less angle. Yeah. Um, you're going to end up straight at the buoy. But also from a longevity and from a body load standpoint, yeah. you're leaking power from the system, yeah. and you're also in a compromised position. And you're not using your like skeletal structure. Skeletal structure. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. I think water skiing's positional is one of the mantras that I I keep spewing over and over again. And when I say water skiing's positional, I mean everything your ski does as far as how it reacts has to do with where your mass is on the ski. Your ski really doesn't know anything other than the pressure you're putting on it yeah and where your where your mass is and where your center mass is dictates where you put pressure yeah and how your body shaped dictates where your center mass yeah. is dictates where you put pressure yeah. and how your body shaped also dictates the loads you can handle from the boat yeah. sometimes you want to be able to create some load at yeah. the right time especially on that downswing mm -hmm. to be able to to generate speed generate angle but you don't want to hold that load very long in the system but, and you also want to be able to do it in a way that's sustainable and mm -hmm. that you have control over. But when you load and you're kinked and your hips are back, mm -hmm. you can't really recover from that. And I think in terms of why people go there, mm -hmm. because if it's as simple as just standing straight and level on your ski, you just do it. Why don't we just do it? But I feel like you're in the course. You want to try go as quick as you can. Like you're trying to get cross course quickly. And I think the reason that pe people know that if your hips are back, it's a compromised position. People know that, but you get in the course and you start getting pulled around and you go, I need to go, I need to go. And that's when you start doing things that aren't necessary. It's yep. a weird spot. You, the stiller you stand, the stronger you are. And you just, in my opinion, kind of just drive angle into that first wake, like yeah. with your hips, with your direction, with your feet, with your movements, but none of that's majorly moving. It's not stood still and it's not moving around like a crazy person. It's feeling like everything's moving towards the wake. Mm -hmm. But realistically, if I looked at you, I'm not going to see that much. I'm going to see it, yeah. But people kind yep. of, in their head, in my head, I'm moving, I'm driving, I'm, but yep. pretty still. Yep. So people kind of see that and often tend to see the, the separation go. Like you say, the hips back, they're trying to squat. Because, and one thing that I've played around with in my head a little bit is, is the reason that that's very common at kind of a more lower level of the sport because when you have those hips back, more strain's going through your body. More strain's going through your back, your hands, your grip, your feet. There's more general strain. And I think people sometimes mistake that strain for You're Doing speed. good work. Because I'm like, oh, yeah. I feel, I'm pulling really hard. My back's on fire, yeah. yeah. Like, but actually, if you can stand in that tall position, you're not gonna feel as much load for sure. And maybe you're gonna be going faster without even knowing it, because it feels a lot calmer. And I think yeah. then people go, I need to go and, and start crouching and going forwards, you know? Have you, so do you think, I, I have a, I have a idea or a theory that I think a lot of people end up on the back. If you, if you round the buoy, if you round the turn, like you said, in the course, it compounds things because you're worried about getting cross course and creating space. But if you round the turn and you suddenly are, are caught on the back of the ski mm -hmm. and your hips are back, but the rope also is tight, the boat's already pulling on you, mm -hmm. it's very, very hard to change that position. Mm -hmm. Unless you're a pro and you know how to trust, you know, Unless allowing you're five, the speed. 5'7", or 5'11", and like you, CP the other day gets yeah. his hips back an inch and it's like, 
almost like the leaning yep. tower because there's yep. a long gap, you know? Yeah, no, I, f I, feel like, I feel like a lot of times people just aren't able to burn that position in the muscle memory enough to be able to feel it. Yeah. But also, I think one fallacy in thinking that leads to bad athletic stance on the ski, bad position on the ski, and bad movement on the ski is this idea that you want to get your ski round but also get your ski moving cross course. I feel like if, if people are focusing on pointing the ski across course, usually that mandates, that, that results in the ski kind of getting out in front of them a mm -hmm. little too much. And anytime the ski is too far in front of you, and we may differ on this, but this is my, my theory. Yeah, Anytime the ski is too far in front of you, you're going to end up back on the ski. Yeah. See, in my, in my <laughs> head, the way that I think about it and the way that, it, again, everything's wording, right? The way that my head is if a lot of people are trying to get the ski around quickly, you know what I mean? Yep. And they're trying to kind of get into that lean quickly. That's when the ski starts to shoot in front of them mm -hmm. a little bit. And for me, it's always worked the way that I think about it in my head, and that's why sports are so great, because everyone thinks about it in a different yeah. way. I like to feel like I'm let, bringing the ski around through the finish of the turn, but you have to stay on top of it. That's like yeah. the rule, right? If that ski's getting cast out in front of you, and that's where these discussions, the YouTube videos, the, all the stuff that you yeah. watch online, you've, you've said that set of wording. We're both trying to say the same mm -hmm. thing. We're both trying mm -hmm. to get angle, essentially, whilst being on the middle of your ski and build yeah. it towards the wake. But if you're trying it, say, my way, where I want to I wanna try think about bringing the hips around, getting the feet around sharply, and then kind of being able to stand there and move towards the wake and build pressure, and you keep shutting the ski out in front of you, then this isn't the wording for you. Yeah. If you feel like it's the other side of things, then that's the whole point of coaching. That's mm -hmm. why we need to see different things and not take one coach's opinion, not take one person's opinion, Exactly. not mine. Ignore half the things I say, because most of it won't be relevant to you. If you're well, stood there really well in an athletic stance, then, you don't need to, obviously it always needs working on, but bad example probably, but not everything is always dictated at you, yep. you know? And I think that's yep. the really cool thing about this sport. I think- Figuring I mean, it out. I agree hundred percent. I feel like the ultimate um, mantra should be, you should base things off your direct experience. You should mm -hmm. be able to learn Ish. as you go. And- Because <laughs> there's been some experiences that yeah, you hear of people. But concurrently, in the background, you should also be, if you care, if you're passionate enough, yeah. if you're listening to this, you're probably passionate enough, no. you should be concurrently building in the background a cleaner, simpler, better understanding of how things work. 100%. And if you can do that off the water and then test, hypothesize, and like experiment on the water with friends, discussing back and forth, watching videos, you start developing a tool set that you can use and aim at your own skiing, but then you find what works for you and you find what doesn't work for you. Yeah. And pretty soon you start moving in a cleaner, simpler direction uh, towards your goals. And I think, again, circling back to athletic standards. I was gonna say, we've, so gone, we've, gone, we've gone down a rabbit hole. That Ath is gonna happen a little bit. Athletic yeah, yeah we're always gonna go down a rabbit hole. That's what, what this is all about. Um, athletic stance is the most foundational element of skiing. The reason it's so big is because the way that you move from side to side is under the power of the the pressure through your feet yeah and the the load through the rope a little bit but mostly it's the pressure through your feet yeah if you can't stand properly on your ski to dictate where that pressure is pushing you more up course than pushing you to the line. yeah and that kind of pressure that builds up in your body goes through that chain um without as there's going to be some leaks but with as little leaks as possible yes 
It's gonna get you going across course quickly, it's gonna get you early, and it's gonna take a ton of pressure off your body. Yeah, because the, the biggest, I think two biggest back pain, it's gonna reduce that back pain massively, especially lower, it's gonna reduce the pressure on your hips and all that back. And um, it's just gonna be better in general for your skin. Can I play devil's advocate though? Because mm -hmm. I think people forget people. that you still have to work. Yes. So I, I, think, I think when we say efficiency, Folks sometimes feel like that means they sh if with their if they feel like they're working they're doing it wrong. Yeah, it's not what we're saying. You you actually do need to feel load, do need to feel dynamic, you do need to feel pressure building. But if you're more efficient in how you stand, you're gonna the outcomes are gonna be a lot better. It's a whole other podcast, but I think that's one of the reasons why I think back to backs are way overdone. I think people very important, very important. But I think people become. If their focus is efficiency and rhythm and feeling this nice pretty rhythm that you get the reason i can say it is because i tried to do it a lot last winter and never really i got to 39 and everything was the same i'm like oh man my head's on fire and I, they, they are important don't take that and efficiency is incredibly important yeah. but it's not a relaxed sport it's not the kind of sport where it's going to feel like a there's no drilling uh, there's no drilling but it's more like in your head you can run a pass and sometimes it's gonna be very smooth from the look of it it's gonna be perfect exactly what we're looking for compared to what maybe you were doing in the past and for you it's gonna feel like horrible it's gonna feel like you're fighting everything all the time it's gonna feel like everything's wrong you're unbalanced but that's why one video is very important and um it's kind of feeling your intuition use the people in the boat if you have one um, say hey, do I look more stacked? That pass. Give go. Use give go. Shoot us some coaching. Yeah, and videos. No big deal. That's the yeah. The that's the biggest thing for me. Like you say, I think that's a great thing to bring up. Efficiency is good, but don't don't think you just have to not work. Yeah. Actionables. How are people going to take what we've talked about today and use it in their in their skiing? What's what's one or two things keys that you use? Even though it's winter for most people, still they're going to be thinking about skiing. What's one or two keys that you use to try to get better balanced and better better stacked under steer mm. better, in a better position? My favorite for 90%, because yes, people are forwards and backwards, but I would say the biggest problem of the athletic stance is the squat. It's so it's the squat. Yes, forwards and backwards is incredibly important. So my favorite, favorite one is coming from the legs and not do the turn. We're not really extending through the turn off, extending through the back of the turn, but as the pull comes on, I really like to think about someone's dragging your head and trying to pull you as tall as you can. So pushing with those legs, really trying to, again, you, this can be taken too far. It may not work for you, but situation specific, as that rope starts to come tight, we finish the turn, really feel like you're resisting with those legs and squeezing everything tall and into a straight line, yeah. you know? Like so that. using your position, again, may not work for you, but try it and figure out some ways of playing with that. Figure out the timing, figure out how aggressive you are with it. But if you can push with those legs, essentially, in a very simple way, I think everything gets straightened out, everything gets kind of pulled together and gets pulled into a, a straight line. The other one yeah. for me is, if you're on camera, you feel, just because your head is here, your hips are here and your feet are here, technically your weight's in the middle. That doesn't mean that your weight's actually in the middle, you know? Like you've got to make sure that you feel everything getting pushed up. So sticking that head forwards to try to go quicker and that chest forwards, but then the hips have to go back to compensate isn't athletic stance. It has to be in that straight line and we have to feel like we extend up, sit nice and tall and not kind of stick that chin out and feel like we're on a race, you know? I like that. Use your position. I, I think that's a great cue. I think what's most important about that is just, it goes back to the shape that your body's yeah. in. I think that the shape that your body's in is key. Yep. You know, like like you said, if your butt's back, 
you're wasting me back mm-hmm. and you're going to be inefficient. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest keys for me is um, definitely working towards being more extended. Yeah. Being taller. Being, yeah. And however you want to think about it. Um, not allowing my hips to kink. Yeah. Um, but knees forward. I think for me that often resonates mm-hmm. because if my knees go forward, sometimes I can do that. Uh, a lot of times I can do that without, without sitting my butt back. Yeah. I think if people think bend their knees, mm-hmm. that's terrible. You know, another, that's a, bad, that's a bad cue. Cause I love that as well. And another way that I think another set of wording, cause that's all kind of skin is, yeah. is bend your ankles. And that's what I've always, ankles, yeah. I've always loved that. Like you say, I much, I actually didn't, again, that's why coaching is so great. Cause I didn't realize the difference between bend your ankles and, and push your ankles, uh, sorry, bend your knees and push your knees forwards, like you said. Yeah. And that's like, and if that, again, whatever, it's like ankles, knees, yeah. figure out the phrasing that works. Yeah, everybody, everybody think, can think about something different. Mm-hmm. Like some people resonate with those external, yeah. more like the handle or the yeah. farther away extremity. Some people resonate with that internal. Yeah. I like um, that. I, I, I like that. The other thing I'll say, the last thing I'll finish on, sometimes athletic stance is about balance, um, balance in the load in the arms. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah, not getting too. I know we'll, we'll get into that later. Oh yeah, but I do. I'll be a fun one. I do think that's a, a good action bowl. Is just trying to even out the load in the arms. Yeah, a little bit more. I think if we get too, everyone gets very into back arm pressure, and I lo- I, and I, I like a little bit of back arm pressure in certain situations, yeah. and I like balanced arms in certain situations. But everyone's ninety nine percent of people are focused on back arm pressure because that's what everyone spits at you. Yeah. But just going into a massive lean to get the back arm pressure isn't solving anything we'll talk more about that we will because that's very very it's gonna be a pack a lot yeah oh yeah yeah all right athletic stance that's episode one thanks for joining us um yeah hey we got some stuff did you see this we got new shirts if you want to support the podcast check it out go to fullpointmethod.com we have new shirts in the store we got new hats old hats we got all the stuff and uh new logo New logo, check this Look out. Look fresh New at your logo. next tournament. That's the front, not too bad, not too bad. That's the back, and we got different colors. So, thanks again for supporting us. Leave a comment, subscribe. Send us a DM, any questions. Let us know what you want to hear next, okay? And we'll try to cover those topics. I like it. Thanks for watching or listening. See ya. Bye.